Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, here we go. It's great to have you in. Happy New Year. 2021 is here, finally. <laughs> We can kiss 2020 goodbye. What a disastrous year that was. Uh, Hopefully this one brings a little bit more uh, light. Starting with today, on this Friday, New Year's Day, January 1st, on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz. It's great great to have you with us. Uh, Plenty of stuff to go over today. We're going to touch on some college football today. Obviously, the College football playoff starts today. Notre Dame and Alabama playing in the Rose Bowl. Ohio State and Clemson playing in the uh, Sugar Bowl. Uh, this is gonna. I, I think it's gonna be really great. And I have a very uh, simple way to break down these uh, to break down these matchups and to break down the tournament. Uh, I'm gonna pick my national champion. We'll discuss that. We'll obviously make our NFL picks for Week 17 later in the show today, as we do on every Friday. Uh, but again, it's great to have you with us. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido. Uh, plenty of stuff to hit on today, and I mean it this time. But first, I do want to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and uh, sports and casino vendors in the United States. We've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You'll see it. It's going to be right there. You'll see it uh, upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those, all those gaming sites. Sign up, and then you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located on the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Okay. So let's dive in. Uh, Let's talk a little bit of college football. So Notre Dame and Alabama play a little bit later today at four o'clock. 19 and a half point favorites are the Crimson Tide. Uh, and then Ohio State and Clemson will play at 8 o'clock. Clemson's a seven-point favorite against Ohio State, who has only played six regular season games. Um, so, to me, I have a very simple way of of going about this. I'll, a couple of years ago, what I did is I took all of the uh, – I, I started doing this a couple of years ago. I started taking these teams – for only what they were worth at quarterback, right? Who was their quarterback at the time? When Trevor Lawrence was a, was a freshman two years ago, I said that Trevor Lawrence was the best quarterback in the country. I was right, and I was right about Clemson as well. I, I Look, this is very easy to me. So let's take a look at this very simply. The teams that are in the college football playoff, Notre Dame, their quarterback is Ian Book, who's a nice player, right? Mac Jones is the quarterback of Alabama. He might win the Heisman this year. Same thing with Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. He might win the Heisman. And then Ohio State obviously have uh, has Justin Fields. So I usually like to rank one to four 
the where these quarterbacks stand. I think one is obviously Trevor Lawrence, right? Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in the country. He's the best young quarterback in the country. If he was in the NFL today, he'd be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He is one of the best, if not the best, college football prospect that we have ever seen. He just has a factor in him that's just, I I mean, there are very few flaws to his game. Maybe, like, occasionally ball placement, but size, athleticism, arm strength, accuracy, poise, I, I, maturity, I mean, it's all there. It's all there with Trevor Lawrence, plus the, the long golden locks, right, that everybody loves. Trevor Lawrence is one. Number two, and I know that people are going to disagree with me on this, number two for me is Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in the playoff. I think right now Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in the country. I know everybody's falling in love with Zach Wilson at BYU, He's irrelevant right now, not in the college football playoff. I understand that. But Justin Fields right now is the best quarter, uh, is the second best quarterback in the country as far as talent. Okay. The production, I know that people are really weary about his performance against Northwestern. I'm telling you right now, okay, you translate his talent into the NFL, and it is a seamless transition for him. Seamless. Okay. Mobility right? The arm is there. The maturity is there. I mean, look, I'm not telling you that Justin Fields is going to walk into the NFL today and start winning Super Bowls. I don't think that that's who he is. I think you're going to have to develop him just like most other young quarterbacks that aren't of the Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning, John Elway, Andrew Luck ilk. Like You're going to have to develop them. You're going to have to spend time in the meeting room with them. You're going to have to spend time in the practice field with them. Period. Justin Fields is number two for me. Number three, I think, is obviously at this point, it's Mac Jones at Alabama. Alabama uh, is obviously, I think, they're the number one powerhouse this year. I'd be surprised if there was any roadblock for them. I mean, they just have overall a roster that is just crazy. And Mac Jones has been phenomenal this year. His numbers have been fantastic. So Mac Jones is number three. And then number four to me is obviously Ian Book. And it's not because Ian Book sucks. I'm not telling you that. But of the four, I think Ian Book is the the guy that has the least NFL prospectus. I think that Ian Book has the least amount of natural talent. And I think that's pretty clear to see. I think it's really clear to see. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones all have more raw talent than Ian Book. So this is how I break down the bracket. Okay, Notre Dame and Alabama. Notre Dame is the worst team in the college football playoff, and they have the worst quarterback in the college football playoff. Alabama is going to beat Notre Dame, and I think Alabama is going to beat Notre Dame pretty handsomely. Alabama, like I said, is a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. Notre Dame's loss came to Clemson. So, I mean, look, if we're, if we're going to be honest, this game I don't think is going to be close. I don't. This is going to be a 20-30 to 30 point win for Alabama. Most people were under the belief that Notre Dame didn't even deserve to get into the playoff based on how badly they lost to Clemson. I mean, we're just saying uh, – no, I don't think Notre Dame has a chance. Alabama is going to crush Notre Dame. Now, Ohio State and Clemson. This is Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. This is a pretty serious one. Now, Clemson is a seven-point favorite. Ask yourself, who's the be- who has the better quarterback? Okay, Clemson, Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to take Clemson in this game. Now, there are there's a lot of questions about Ohio State. They've only played six regular season games. Justin Fields didn't necessarily play his best against Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship game. So people are very weary about Ohio State, and it's understandably so. I think Ohio State's really good this year, but I will also admit that compared to other years, it just doesn't feel like they have the same amount of talent that they've had in previous years. Now, I've been wrong about that before, but as far as real 
going forward NFL talent. Ohio State looks like they're a little thinner this year than they have been in the past. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I just think that there's, you know, they got a little, they have to work a little bit harder. It doesn't mean their players are bad. It just, they got to work a little bit harder to get to where they have to go. Okay. So I'm going to take Clemson. So in the national championship game, and I think most people have this, there's Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence, Alabama versus Clemson in the national championship. That's the one and two seed. Pretty easy to me. Now, I'm telling you this. If Alabama and Clemson go to the national championship game, which will likely happen, Alabama will be favored in the game. And I think they'll be favored in the game pretty handsomely. This will not be a three or four point spread. This will not be a seven point spread. I think that Alabama would be favored against Clemson by double digits. I do. Now, you can call me out on that because, look, I, I, Clemson's phenomenal, and I get that. But Alabama has been rolling teams all year long in the SEC, which is the clear, be, clear best conference in college football. Alabama has been absolutely rolling teams, and they're going to roll Notre Dame, and that's going to get the and that's going to further their argument. I think the Clemson Ohio State game is going to be a lot closer than the Alabama Notre Dame game. I do, and I think that that's going to put the thought nods makers' minds saying, "Well, wait a minute." So Clemson, you know, not maybe not narrowly, but. You know, that, that game, they beat Ohio State at a very, at a lot more close of a margin than Alabama beat Notre Dame. Alabama killed Notre Dame, right? Alabama's going to beat Notre Dame by 25 points, at least, okay? <laughs> it's it's not going to be close. So Alabama's going to go in, I think, as at least a 10 or 11 point favorite. I do. I think Alabama's going to go in as a 10 or 11 point favorite, and People are going to call me out on that saying, oh, but they have Clemson has Trevor Lawrence and Dabo Sweeney. And like, I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> I get they're well coached and I get that they have a great quarterback, but Alabama has been killing everyone. Like, not, like not close. They, the, Alabama is, they have two guys that are, that might win the Heisman this year, Mac Jones and Devonte Smith, the wide receiver. Uh, okay. Like they are. It's ridiculous. And I think they're going to be a double-digit favorite without Jalen Waddle. And Jalen Waddle, it might be a top-ten draft pick. So Alabama and Clemson I have in the national championship game. Here's the thing. Again, we're going to stick to my method. This is the way that I go about this. Who has the better quarterback? Right? Trevor Lawrence is better than Mac Jones. He is better than Mac Jones. Trevor Lawrence this year, and again, Trevor Lawrence this year, and I'm not yet necessarily using these numbers to compare who is having a better season, okay? But 69% completion percentage for Trevor Lawrence, about 2,700 and a half yards. Uh, he's only played nine games this year. You got to take that into account. 22 touchdowns and four interceptions. He has a passer efficiency rating of 172.7. Mac Jones, again, Mac Jones is gonna is gonna be uh, claimed to have the better year, but keep in mind he's played he's played two more games. Mac Jones has eleven games under his belt, seventy six and a half percent completion percentage, uh, a little over thirty seven hundred yards passing, thirty two touchdowns and four picks, a two oh two per. So I keep this in mind too. Mac Jones also has Devontae Smith on his roster, who is the best wide receiver in the country right now. Okay, Trevor Lawrence played the entire year without his best receiver, Justin Ross. So you have to keep in mind, okay, there are advantages that Mac Jones has that Trevor Lawrence doesn't. But if this is for one game, this is for one game, it's for all the marbles. I'm going to take Clemson to win the national championship game. I think Trevor Lawrence will make the plays and Mac Jones won't. Or not even that Mac Jones won't. I just think that the plays are going to be there more often for Trevor Lawrence. I like the Clemson roster. Look, I I think when it comes to, and again, people like I said, people call me out on this all the time because you know I, I I'm so addicted to talent. I'm so addicted to talent. I watch Trevor Lawrence and I'm like, that guy is never going to lose a game in his entire life. Like, doesn't matter. And Obviously, talent has 
a lot to do with success, but it's not everything. Okay, you, you got to have certain other things as well. You got to have the mental state. You got to have the surroundings. You have to give good coaching. It's going to be a good situation, good organization, good school, whatever. Like, there's a lot of factors that go into winning, but talent is a big part of it. Now, I look at Alabama and I look at Clemson and I think, okay, rosters, look, they're give and take at particular position groups. They just are. Clemson and Alabama are always among the top in recruiting. I mean, they, Look, they have they have tons and tons of five-star talent. Like it's give or take in positions. Okay, Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban. Now, Nick Saban has the better legacy, and Nick Saban might even still be the better coach now. But Dabo Sweeney has completely turned the Clemson program around. I mean, they are an absolute Clemson is a sexy place to go for high school athletes. They do. I I mean Dabo Sweeney has turned that program around. He's been phenomenal for them. Phenomenal. I mean, they are bringing in guys, and, and they're still bringing in guys. They have incredible freshmen that don't even play yet. I mean, it's crazy. I, I Clemson has an absolute slew of talent. And Alabama is, you know, again, they're in the same boat. You got to keep in mind that these are, like I said, give and take in these situations. So I boil it down to whose quarterback do I have more faith in to make the plays? Whose quarterback do I have more faith in? And I have more faith in Trevor Lawrence. I do. Okay. Last year, look, <laughs> I think last year you can take this and say, okay, when LSU won the national championship game last year, Joe Burrow was 1,000% the best quarterback in the country last year. He absolutely was. It, it, it wasn't close. Joe Burrow was dominating last year. Now, I think talent, I think Trevor Lawrence has more talent. But if we're being realistic, if we're being realistic about this, Joe Burrow last year completely elevated everything about his game. Accuracy, athleticism, literally everything. And you have to also keep in mind, LSU's roster last year was, honestly, like you can make the argument that last year's LSU team is one of the best, if not the best, college football team of all time. I mean, that team had so much NFL talent on both sides of the ball. I mean, they had a hundred guys drafted uh, last year. I, they had tons of guys drafted and two of their best players, right? The quite, quite possibly their best defensive player and their best offensive player didn't get drafted because they weren't eligible. That's Derek Stingley, the corner and Jamar chase, the run, uh, the wide receiver. I mean, they were getting Justin Jefferson. I, I mean, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I, I mean, they were absolutely loaded on both sides of the football. Patrick Queen. I, I mean, my God. Christian Fulton. Like, <laughs> you're just, I mean, these guys, they're they're coming out of everywhere. They're, they are literally everywhere. Caleb on Chase on Rashard Lawrence. Like, they, they had Guys stretched all over the field. So last year, you can look at it. It's LSU had bet the better quarterback, and they had the better roster. This year, you don't have that luxury. But I'm going to take Clemson because I think Trevor Lawrence is the better quarterback, and I think it could just be as simple as that this year. I do. I do. When in doubt, take the quarterback. In my experience, that's always worked. Take the quarterback. So, as I said, I ranked them. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Ian Book. Ian Book, Notre Dame, they're going to get killed. Trevor Lawrence is going to beat Justin Fields. Then you get Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones from Alabama. And I like Trevor Lawrence more than I like Mac Jones. So, I'm going to take Clemson over Alabama in the national championship game. Clemson right now sitting at 10 and 1 
with the game that they lost uh, was against Notre Dame, was at Notre Dame when Trevor Lawrence got hurt and they were playing ukulele at quarterback, who actually played well through for 440 yards that game. But that's where I go. Alabama over Notre Dame, Clemson over Ohio State, and then Clemson over Alabama in the national championship game. Okay, uh, I want to shift to this. Let's go back to the NFL. Um, so I saw something earlier this week, which I thought was really interesting, and I also thought it was kind of absurd. Um, you know, people are under the impression that Tom Brady is massively disrespected, massively underappreciated. He isn't beloved by fans. I mean, you got to be kidding me with that. Look, I, I've been doing this show for a while now, for a few months, and the people that listen to this show understand that when I criticize Tom Brady, the one thing that is very obvious about me is that I'm in the minority, right? Most people, the overwhelming majority of NFL football fans believe that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time and that the conversation is over. There is nobody else that can be even considered. Not Peyton Manning, not Aaron Rodgers, not Joe Montana, but nobody, nobody can even touch the conversation. Tom Brady's got it. The guy won six Super Bowls. Okay, there are the majority of the league has not won as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady. And he did it in a 20-year span. The New England Patriots are the greatest NFL dynasty of all time. I hate to break it to you, but they are. <laughs> Nobody has feared one particular franchise more over the last 19 years. So people are sometimes, and again, I, I understand why people think this way. I do, because when you believe in something, when you believe that somebody is the GOAT or you believe that something is the greatest thing ever and not everybody agrees with you, you you think, oh, they are so disrespected. They don't get their due. You know, a lot of people compare like Tom Brady versus whoever the popular other great quarterback name who would be in the conversation, whether it's Montana or most of the time it's Peyton Manning, right? But people compare Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in that conversation to like LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Well, here's the thing. There's a legitimate conversation to be had with Michael Jordan and LeBron James, but the majority of people you also have to understand love MJ and love or and, and really agree that he's the goat and that the conversation's over right the it, it is it's over between MJ and LeBron but that's the thing is i view tom brady like michael jordan tom brady is the nfl's version of michael jordan and whether that whether or not that translates to you thinking that he's the greatest of all time or not doesn't really matter. What it should translate to is that there is a universal agreement that he is. There is a universal agreement among sports fans that Tom Brady and Michael Jordan are the greatest players to ever play their respective sport, period. And there really isn't much of a conversation to be had anymore after that. So you got to ask yourself again, is Tom Brady actually not beloved? Of course he is. I think people confuse what the term beloved means in sports. Okay. Because you can be beloved and also be hated. You can be. Uh, look, you ask a Nick fan today. Ask a Nick fan today. Okay. This is, I, I mean, 30 years after the fact. If they love Michael Jordan, oh, God, I love MJ. Look, I, I have never seen a player more majestic. I've never seen anybody like him. I mean, my God. I mean, back in the 90s, he was unbelievable. He was unbeatable, Michael Jordan. 
They love Michael Jordan. You think they loved Michael Jordan back in the 90s? When Michael Jordan was kicking their ass every single day and twice on Sunday? I mean, look. It's Michael Jordan's fault that the Knicks never won a title. Right? It's Michael Jordan's fault that none of those other teams won titles. I mean, if it weren't for MJ, that darn MJ, you know, NBA championships would be a lot more spread out. And the Bulls would have six less or maybe five or whatever. We could play that game all day long. But you know what I'm saying? Everybody hated Michael Jordan because he kept beating everybody. Everybody loves Michael Jordan now because, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. I mean, look, he nobody could ever beat. I mean, the, people come to the defense of Michael Jordan now more than ever. Okay, they lived it. They lived the experience of getting their rear ends kicked to the curb to Michael by Michael Jordan. We get that. Tom Brady has the same effect. Tom Brady had a 20-year dynasty in the NFL with New England Patriots. And Lord only knows, if I'm wrong about him and the Buccaneers, he might even win a Super Bowl with Tampa in the next in this year or next year. It's possible. So you got to think about this. Do people hate Tom Brady? Really? Or do they hate him in the same way that they hated Michael Jordan? Yeah, we hate Tom Brady now because the guy keeps winning. You know, why don't you let us win for a while? Okay? Tom Brady is the re- uh, Tom Brady is the same reason why everybody hates rich people in America. Okay? The, they're the rich people there. They are clogging up all the money. They're still uh, Listen, I should have some of that money. That's what you're doing. That's why people that's why a lot of people hate rich people is because look the top 1% has 50% of the wealth. Right? I mean that's what people they're pissed about that. Oh, Brady. I I bet you that sports fans today view Tom Brady as greedy in a, in in a sense. Maybe not in the fact in the same way as certain billionaires or millionaires or something like that. But in the way of, in a very similar fashion, of you're the reason why my team didn't win a Super Bowl. You're the reason. Okay. If you didn't win, if you weren't here, maybe my team would have had a shot. That's why people hate Tom Brady because he kept beating everybody, he kept beating them. Okay, with Tom Brady in New England with Belichick and Gronk and everybody else who's ever played with the Patriots, right? Dion Branch and Randy Moss and guys like like all those guys. And we were everybody despised the Patriots. Oh god. Like that's why people love watching the Patriots lose now. Because huh, finally they got their due. But now since Tom Brady's moved on, Okay. And listen, we still do hate him now. We do. Sports fans still hate Tom Brady. But you're going to defend Tom Brady to the nth degree because you believe he's the greatest of all time. One thing that I know is that if that's the case, there's something that you're certainly not. You're certainly not disrespected. You're certainly not somebody who's underappreciated. You're not somebody who isn't beloved. Okay. Tom Brady is beloved by football fans. We understand that. And eventually people come to this realization. I think, especially when you get older is that you root for greatness. Okay. You look, you want to see great things. You want to see something that you've never seen before. Okay, the underdog story is great, and they create a super special, possible never-to-be-seen-again moment. But there is also something about watching somebody win their sixth Super Bowl. Wow, that's a ton. 
watching somebody win their sixth NBA championship. Wow. That's a ton. I mean, greatness speaks volumes in sports. It does. And honestly, it carries sports. You need great people. You need great athletes. You need generational talents. Okay, you think the NBA would be doing nearly as well today if LeBron didn't play? If LeBron at 16 years old was just like, Mom, I really don't want to play basketball anymore. Who would be the next LeBron James? Okay, if it weren't, like, if LeBron James didn't play basketball, then Darko Milicic would have been the number one pick in that draft. Think about that. How much would sports change? How much would the NBA, would the NBA survive today? If LeBron wasn't in it? Maybe it would, but would it thrive as much as it is now? That's why, why do you think people are asking the question, who's the next LeBron? What they're really asking is, who's going to carry the load of popularity? Who's going to, who's going to keep the league afloat? Is it Kevin Durant? Nah, too many people hate him. Is it Giannis? Eh, No, his name's too hard to say. Is it Anthony Davis? Well, no, not really. There isn't one. There isn't another LeBron. There isn't an MJ. There isn't a Kobe Bryant. They just don't exist right now in the NBA. Same thing with Tom Brady in the NFL. Right? Who's the next Tom Brady? You can make the argument it's Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes has won one Super Bowl already. If How many more do you think Patrick Mahomes has to do, has to win in order to be Tom Brady? In order to achieve this, the, the, the greatness that Tom Brady has achieved? Honestly. So, yeah. Do we hate Tom Brady? Do we disrespect Tom Brady? Yes. We do. We absolutely do but we respect Tom Brady. We we look up to Tom Brady. We say, we defend, not me, obviously. I don't think he's the GOAT, but and we'll get into that later. I think it's Peyton Manning. But <laughs> we'll discuss that a different day. I'll make my case for it. But most people will defend Tom Brady to the nth degree. They saw it. They saw the Super Bowls. They saw their team get clobbered in the playoffs. They saw their teams get clobbered in the regular season. I mean, seriously, how much do New York Jet fans hate Tom Brady? How much do Buffalo Bill fans and Miami Dolphin fans hate Tom Brady? The only team that might not hate Tom Brady in the current state right now is the New York Giants. They beat him twice in the Super Bowl. That might be the only exception. But every other team in the NFL hates him. Everybody in the, and everybody in the NFL hates the Patriots. But because they were there, they lived it. They saw it. They, they saw the greatness in front of their eyes. The unstoppable force that was Tom Brady. They saw it. They saw it. They're going to defend it. They love Tom Brady. You, you, I, I, I guarantee you, the majority of football fans in America today love Tom Brady, but also hate him. They are so sick and tired of him beating you, but they're also so grateful that he's as great as he is. So, okay. Let us move on before we do anything. Uh, I do want to remind you, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. That's American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That's LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You'll see it. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. That is $100 to $1,000 in an an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. That's a lot of money. you got to take advantage of that while it still exists. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okay. 
A lot of implications in the NFL this week. Uh, We have uh, lots of teams that have playoff hopes. Now, the most interesting, obviously, is, at least in my eyes, I mean, the battle for the wild card spots in the AFC is just crazy. I mean, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts how much these teams have to go through in order to get into the playoffs this year. So, I mean, when you're looking at the Dolphins, the Ravens, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Tennessee, and who am I missing? Who am I missing of the of of that group? Uh, I said Miami. Yeah, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland. I thought there were six. Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, the Tennessee Titans. And wasn't there one more? Am I wrong? I might be wrong. I thought there was one more, but maybe there maybe there isn't. Um, but the only thing we know for certain, Bills won the division, the Chiefs won the division, and the Steelers won the division. So uh, there's a lot of implications this week. So uh, let's start making picks. There was no Thursday night game this week. Everything about the future of the NFL uh, or at least the, the current future of the NFL right in, in this particular season, uh, will happen on Sunday. There's no Monday night game. Everything is happening on Sunday. There's a Sunday night game, but that's it. So uh, pretty much all the games are divided up evenly. Uh, so let's start with the games at 1 o'clock. This is a big one. The, New York, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are going to the Meadowlands to play the Giants uh, in – uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, the Cowboys right now sit at six and nine. Giants are five and ten. Uh, if the Cowboys win, if the Cowboys win and the Washington football team lose, they go to the playoffs. The Cowboys go to the playoffs. This is the situation in the NFC East. The Philadelphia Eagles have no shot, which makes me look bad because a number of weeks ago I said that the Eagles were the favorite to make the playoffs out of the out of the teams in the NFC East. Um so I'll take the L on that. But so if the Cowboys beat the Giants and Washington lose uh Washington loses to the Eagles, Dallas makes the playoffs. If the Giants beat the Cowboys this week and Washington loses, the Giants make the playoffs. And this game would be deemed meaningless between uh, Dallas and New York. If Washington beats the Philadelphia Eagles, Wash- regardless of what happens in this game, if Washington wins, Washington gets into the playoffs. So let's pick this game, uh, this one. Dallas, New York, in New York. Uh, right now, Dallas is a two-point favorite on the road. Here we go. I am going to take the Cowboys to win this game. Now, it has been ridiculously hard for me to pick the Cowboys this season. But here's the reality of where the Cowboys are at. The Cowboys are 5 and 2 since the bye. Or four, they're 4 and 2, 5 and 2 uh since the bye. They are scoring points. The Cowboys in their last 6 games have scored 30 points 4 times. Their offense is rolling. Their defense has played uh, so much better in recent weeks. And the Giants, over the last number of games, have kind of lost their mojo. Jason Garrett and the offensive play calling have not been good. It hasn't been good for them. The, The lack of talent for the Giants, I think, is catching up to them. I think they're losing more and more faith in Daniel Jones as time goes on. So I'm going to take the Cowboys to win in this one. I'm going to say the Cowboys get it. I'll say 33 to 20 over the Giants. So that puts them at 7 and 9, which would require Washington to lose in order for Dallas to make the playoffs. So, let's move to this. The Miami Dolphins are going to Buffalo to play the Bills. The Bills right now are 3-point favorites at home. Dolphins sit at 10 and 5, Bills are 12 and 3. The Bills want to win this. They still want it. They're fighting for seeding. Okay, they want to get as many home game, uh, as many potential home games as they possibly can. I am going to take the Bills in this one. Look, 
Tua has not been bad for the Dolphins, but he certainly hasn't been that electric. The Dolphins' offense is what is the thing that's holding them back. Uh, back. Their special teams has been amazing. Their defense has been one of the best in the NFL. The Dolphins have the number one scoring defense in the NFL. Um, so that's going to play a factor here. But Buffalo's offense right now is too good. Josh Allen, I think, is a clear name in the MVP race. Uh, they run the ball well. That passing game is fantastic. Stephon Diggs has been a godsend for the Buffalo Bills. Um, so I think the Bills move to 13-3. and three. They uh, Obviously, they're going to win the AFC East. Um, but the Dolphins will, four, will fall to 10-6, and six, uh, leaving them in jeopardy of not making the playoffs. So I'm going to take the Bills in this one. Uh, relatively close game. I think it'll also be pretty low scoring. I'll say 24 to 20 bills over Miami in Buffalo. All right. The Baltimore Ravens are going to Cincinnati to play the Bengals right now. The Ravens are 12 point favorites on the road. Ravens sit at 10 and five Bengals are four, 10 and one. This one's pretty easy for me. I'm going to take the Ravens. They're going to control the time of possession. Lamar Jackson over the past number of weeks has looked incredible. The last month or so for Lamar Jackson has been great. Uh, so that's going to make a big difference for them. I think the Ravens are making a late push here. You could see them be the Tennessee Titans of last year where they could just, they run the ball like crazy. They don't open up the window for teams to win that much. I mean, this is a really talented Baltimore roster. There were a lot of people that picked Baltimore to go to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, and they underwhelmed a little bit, but keep in mind, if they win this game and they likely will, they're going to be an 11 and five football team. They didn't underwhelm that much. So give me the Ravens uh, over the Bengals. This is, this is going to be a big win for them. I think I'll say 30 to nine Ravens over the Bengals. Uh, all right. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to Cleveland to play the Browns. Now the Browns right now are sitting at 10 point favorites this week. Uh, Steelers are 12 and three Browns are 10 and five. Here's the interesting caveat. If you've heard Ben Roethlisberger is not playing in this game, the Steelers are starting Mason Rudolph. So that works heavily in the Browns favor. I am going to take Cleveland at home. And I think it's pretty clear. Pittsburgh is not full fledged trying to win this game. Okay. That they don't view it as nearly as important. They're trying to rest Big Ben a little bit more before the playoffs. And they're going to have Mason Rudolph take the reins. Baker Mayfield over the past number of weeks has been great. Uh, Cleveland runs the ball way better than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh altogether cannot run the football. And Cleveland has been the best rushing team in the league with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, so this Steeler defense is still incredibly good. But Cleveland, I think, is going to score enough points to outscore Pittsburgh's offense without Big Ben. Uh, I'm going to take Browns here. I'll say 26 to 14 Browns over the Steelers. All right, let's go to the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to Detroit to play the Lions. Vikings right now are six and a half point favorites. This is a meaningless game. Vikings right now six and nine. Lions are five and ten. I'm going to take the Vikings on the road. Look, it, I, this might be Matt Stafford's last game in Detroit. So you might have to, you know, look at it like this. This is going to be viewed as an evaluation game for a lot of other teams that are looking at a veteran quarterback that could come in and help their team out. Somebody like Denver or Indianapolis or something like that that would be willing to pay a good amount of money to get a veteran quarterback with their uh, solid roster to make a push for a Super Bowl. So I am going to take Minnesota, though. The roster is just better with the Vikings. The Lions, they're a mess. I mean, they, they just want to get into the offseason, hire a new head coach. Will, in my opinion, will probably be Robert Sala. I mean, they really just want to make uh, make the changes here. I'm going to say Minnesota wins this one, 27-20, Vikings over the Lions. All right, the New York Jets are going to New England to play the Patriots. Right now, the Patriots are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Jets, two straight wins. They're 2-13 and 13 today. Patriots are 6-9. and nine. I am going to take the Patriots at home. Look, I, I just I don't think Bill Belichick is going to want to win, uh, end the season on a bad note. The Jets have two wins against two good teams in the last two weeks, winning against Cleveland and winning against the Rams. So it's not like they've beaten, you know, Cincinnati and 
the Eagles. Like no, they they are they're beating good teams. They beat the they beat the Browns and the Rams. They're both going to make the playoffs. So, uh, but I do think the Patriots win this one. I mean, God, Cam Newton has to put together at least one decent game under his belt. I mean, my God, I mean, I mean this is crazy. So I think that uh, Sam Darnold's going to be under a lot of pressure. I just I don't see the Jets winning three straight games under Adam Gase. I just don't. They'll finish two and fourteen. Patriots will finish seven and nine, a game under five hundred. Uh, give me the Patriots. I'll say, um, I'll you know what? I'll, low scoring game. I'll say sixteen to thirteen. Patriots over the Jets. All right, let's go to the Atlanta Falcons. Are going to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers? Buccaneers right now sitting at six and a half point favorites at home. Falcons are four and eleven. Buccaneers are ten and five. Uh, don't be surprised if Atlanta pulls a win out here. But Tampa, I'm going to pick Tampa Bay to win it. They played Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. They know uh, what to be expecting. Tom Brady's had a good year this year. Matt Ryan has picked it up, and Atlanta has picked it up since Raheem Morris has taken over the head coaching duties for Dan Quinn. Uh, so Atlanta has been playing better football, but Tampa Bay is the better roster with that bevy of wide receivers. They're going to take control of this defense. Uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers. This is going to be a pretty high scoring game. Not a whole lot of defense. I'll say 37, 33 Buccaneers over the Falcons. Uh, okay. The new Orleans saints are going to Carolina to play the Panthers saints right now. Six and a, uh, six and a half point favorites on the road. Saints are 11 and four Panthers are five and 10. Give me the Saints. They want to win this one pretty badly. Uh, look, Carolina's defense is not good. This is going to be a pretty good warm-up week for the Saints to get ready for the playoffs against a weaker defense. They can be a little bit experimental here. I see. A, I expect a lot of Taysom Hill in this game, um, and this is going to be used as a game that I think that'll try. They'll try to get Drew Brees back on back uh, back on track. The past couple of weeks for Drew Brees have been rough off the injury, so. They want to get him back and rolling again since he's come back. So I'm going to take the Saints here. Again, look, this is Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees. So they're both going to be very similar. They're both really accurate. They don't turn the ball over that much. So expect this to be a very clean, you know, maybe not too eventful football game. Uh, so give me the Saints in this one. Easy score for me. I'll say 24, I'll say 24 to 19 Saints over the Panthers. All right, the Green Bay Packers are going to Chicago to play the Bears. Packers right now sit at four and a half point favorites on the road. Packers are 12 and three. The Bears are eight and seven. They're trying to get into the playoffs. The Bears can get into the playoffs with a win. So uh, right now, I am going to take the Packers on the road. Uh, they want to keep that number one seed. So the Packers right now, I think there's going to be a sense of urgency here. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, I mean, that's the best quarterback-wide receiver combination in the league this year. I mean, they're just blowing everybody away. They just are. They are blowing everybody away uh, this year. So 12-3, uh, and three, like I said, are the Packers. Right, I think they're the favorite in the NFC right now. I don't think they're going to let up. Uh, Trubisky, I think, over the past couple of weeks has actually not been terrible. The Bears are 5-2 and two this year uh, with Trubisky under uh, under center. So the Bears are definitely a better team uh, with Trubisky at quarterback. I just don't think it's going to be enough. I'm going to take the Packers in this one. Uh, relatively closer game. I'll say 29-23 to 23 Packers over the Bears in Chicago. Okay, uh, let's go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. are going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. The Colts right now are 14-point favorites at Lucas Oil. Jacksonville's 1-14. Colts are 10-5. Jacksonville has the number one pick locked up. Uh, look, it, they're just they're excited to get into the offseason. The Colts fighting for a playoff spot. Give me Indianapolis here. Uh, I think a big day out of Phillip Rivers is expected. They're going to run the ball like crazy. This game is not going to be close. Indianapolis is going to play with a certain fire and a certain energy against a Jacksonville team that doesn't have a lot of talent, doesn't have a lot to play for. I mean, this is going to be a blowout game for the Colts. I'm going to take the Colts 38 to six over the Jacksonville Jaguars in Indianapolis. All right. The Tennessee Titans are going to Houston to play the Texans. Uh, Titans right now are seven and a half point favorites on the road. Titans are 10 and five. Texans are four and 11. Now, 
this is interesting because I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans took this game from the Titans. Titans coming off a blowout loss against Green Bay. Uh, they might be a little sluggish here. Plus, again, it is so hard to bet against Deshaun Watson. I'm going to take the Titans. Now, but here's the thing. I'm taking the Titans purely out of fear that the Texans are going to burn me again. Okay? Like, uh, I just don't, I don't want to lose another Texans pick. So, I'm going to take the Titans here. I think they run the ball a little bit better. Look, I like Deshaun Watson more than I like Ryan Tannehill, but look, t- Tennessee's the better team right now. Obviously, they're better coached. Their defense is better. I mean, I have every reason to pick Tennessee. Uh, it's just Deshaun Watson. Like, I, And especially after the J.J. Watt thing, I think Houston's going to be, you know, they're going to want to prove something to the team captain this week. It's just, God, I, I'm going to take the Titans, uh, but it's going to be close. 27-24, Titans over the Texans. Ay, ay, ay. All right. The LA Chargers are going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. The Chargers right now are three and a half point favorites at uh on the road. Um right now, Chargers right now are six and nine. Chiefs are 14 and one. Uh, I believe the Chargers are favored because Patrick Mahomes is not playing in this game. Uh, so I agree. I think I'm gonna take the Chargers in, uh on the road here. Uh look. It's it's a meaningless game for Kansas City. They locked up the number one seed in the AFC. So they're going to try and rest a bunch of their key guys, I'm sure. So give me the Chargers in this one. Uh, it'll be a relatively close game. Uh, uh, this will be a, a good capitalization game for Justin Herbert. I think that there's going to be a lot of energy in this game. So uh, give me the Chargers. Uh, I'll say 28 to 20 Chargers over the Chiefs. All right, the Las Vegas Raiders are going to Denver to play the Broncos. Right now, the Raiders are two-point favorites on the road. Raiders sit at 7-8. and eight. Broncos are 5-10. and 10. Give me the Raiders to win. They finish the season 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Look, uh, Broncos are just – they got to move on at quarterback. Drew Locke is not the answer. He's just as 14 touchdowns, 15 picks, a 72.5 passer rating. He's just – he hasn't been good. Uh, I think the Raiders do have their quarterback in Derek Carr. I think he's the right guy. Uh, but build that defense. They have to build that defense. Uh, if there's anything that the Broncos can do to win this game is that they can just have Drew Locke pound the air, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, guys like that, just just get him involved early. You know, have Melvin Gordon come out of the backfield a little bit. But in, in my eyes, the Raiders are just a better football team. I think they're going to run the ball better. Uh, give me the Raiders in this one. I'll say 24-21 Raiders over the Broncos in Denver. All right, the Arizona Cardinals are going to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Uh, Cardinals right now are three-point favorites on the road. The Rams are sitting at nine and six. Uh, Cardinals are eight and seven. Jared Goff is not playing for the Rams. It is John Walford at quarterback. Who on God's green earth is that? Um, So give me Arizona to win this game. It's a much-needed win for them. this win and a Chicago loss would get Arizona into the playoffs. Uh, and I think it's the most likely scenario. Look, I just – do you really know what to expect out of the Rams offense with this guy at quarterback? I have no idea. So I think that the Rams are going to do what they can to stay competitive in it. Um, but right now Arizona just looks like they're going to be in better shape here. Give me the Cardinals. Uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury – Look, I love what Kyler Murray's been able to do this year. He's not going to win MVP like I predicted, uh, but he is. I think he's going to progressively get better. Uh, give me the Arizona Cardinals in this one. Uh, this one I don't think will be close. Uh, give me the car. Uh, give me the Cardinals. I'll say thirty-four to ten over the Rams. All right, the last four o'clock game. The Seattle Seahawks are going to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Seahawks right now are six-point favorites on the road. Uh, they sit at 11 and four 49ers are six and nine. I'm going to take the Seahawks. I don't even know who's going to be playing quarterback for the 49ers. It might be CJ Beathard. I don't know if it's Nick Mullins. I, I just, I don't know. So I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. Russell Wilson, uh, was in the MVP conversation. Don't think he is anymore. Obviously he's thrown too many interceptions, but look, Seattle, I think is 
they're going to play with some urgency here because they they want to have some momentum going into the playoffs. I mean, with with that poor of a roster, you have to be able to thrive off something, okay? And if you got to feed off momentum in order to do that, then fine. So give me Seattle to win this game. Uh, I'll say 30 to 23 Seahawks over the 49ers in San Francisco, even though I don't think it's going to be in San Francisco to be in Arizona or something. Um, is it? Let me see. I can actually find that out. State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Yep. Yep. It's going to be in Arizona. So Sunday night football, the Washington football team are going to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Washington is favored by two and a half. Now, I think Washington, that they're six and nine. Eagles are four, 10 and one. Washington, I think, is holding out hope that Alex Smith will be able to play. I'm not sure he will be, and it will prob- probably be Taylor Heineke playing quarterback. They cut Dwayne Haskins. He's not even an option anymore. So, and I think if I'm remembering this correctly, I still think that Kyle Allen is hurt. So it is either Alex Smith or Taylor Heineke. And either way, I'm going to take Washington to win the football game. Philadelphia is a mess. They are an absolute mess. I think that they've gotten worse since Jalen Hurts became the quarterback. And again, I just, that defense in Philadelphia can't stop anybody. I think Washington controls the clock, running the football, using their backs to control the time of possession. This is going to be, and that defensive front is going to put tons of pressure on Jalen Hurts. Tons of it. So, I'm going to take the Washington football team to win this game and to win the division in the NFC East. I'll say, I'll say, I'll, I'll go Washington 20 to 16 over Philadelphia in Philadelphia. So there we go. That's our final weekly regular season NFL picks. That's week 17. So uh, should be interesting to see how everything plays out. Uh, again, the games to watch, I'm telling Titans, Texans, uh, that's going to be a really important one. Uh, again, watch the games in the NFC East, Dallas and the giants and Washington and Philadelphia on Sunday night football. Make sure you keep an eye on that. Uh, the dolphins and the bills keep an eye on that as well, because the bills are doing this for playoff seating. The Miami dolphins want to make the playoffs. So uh, that's a really important game for Miami at the end of the season. Um, watch Green Bay and Chicago. Chicago could really use a win. You know, Arizona, I have a very good feeling that Arizona is not going to lose to a, what was the guy's name? Walford? John Walford led uh, LA Rams team. So this is a must-win game for the Chicago Bears. They really want to get into the playoffs. So uh, that's going to be a big one. Arizona, like I said, playing the Rams. That's a big one as well. So there's plenty of games to watch for this uh, this week. Indianapolis, I just want to point this out. Indianapolis wants to beat Jacksonville, obviously, so they can get into the playoffs. They can sure in their spot. But remember... Jacksonville has one win on the year. Jacksonville's one win came to Indianapolis in Jacksonville. Okay, 27-20. It was in week one. Okay, since then, Jacksonville's lost 14 straight. But who knows? Anything can happen. Jacksonville could finish with two wins, and they could both be against the Colts. So it, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. you got to be able to watch out for that as well. But there's a lot of interesting things that, uh, things that could happen this week. Cleveland and Pittsburgh, that's a big game for Cleveland as well. They want to win that one. Uh, they have no shot at the division, obviously, but that would uh, put them uh, their sure spot in the playoffs and a long drought of play uh, non-playoff appearances. So, uh, like I said, there was plenty of stuff data on today. We covered a lot. As for Mike Guido, This has been Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I hope that this year brings you really good fortune. I tweeted out yesterday, 
Again, at Mike Guido 49, you can interact with the show and everything like that. But everything that gets in your way this next year can be used as an excuse. Okay, don't let it become one. Okay, if you want to achieve something this year, just do it. There's no real thing that can stand in your way except for you. So thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.